You are listening to the Way of Consciousness Radio Network programming to help you explore and rediscover and remember your inner divinity. This is a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure which could by its very nature set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua Jesus but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God and that the kingdom of God is within OFJ Community is an all-inclusive community of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development in seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be a part of OFJ Community or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership in the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. Now, to our program. This is the Way of Consciousness. Well, good evening, and thank you for joining our discussion here on the Way of Consciousness. We are an all-inclusive, trans-denominational Christian uh, discussion group of the infinite consciousness, or the divine consciousness, or the Christ consciousness. And uh, we have conversations here uh, with others and with authors uh, about deepening our relationship with, our spiritual relationship with the infinite divine consciousness that we call God. My co-host is the Bishop Lee Allen Peterson, who is coming to us from the Fort Worth area of Texas. I understand there are some storms there in that area this evening. Uh, Welcome to the show, Lee, and how are you doing? I'm doing great, Linda Marie. Thank you very much. Yes, we're having quite a few storms right now. How are you doing? Well, we had some storms earlier and we've got some rain on and off but we're told that this evening we'll be getting uh, another round of of very heavy rains that are supposed to last uh, most of the day tomorrow so that is not really good news because we're already saturated like many other parts of our country um, with with rain I know they're having trouble in so many places with with rivers flooding and you know, levees having to be, you know, might be breached and so forth. So uh, it's a very unusual time in our history, although I was having a great discussion on on Saturday with uh, um, visited uh, my grandson who's at a boarding school, and uh, there was this couple, and we were talking about the horrific, of course, tornadoes that just ran through Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, um, up even into Virginia, I know there have also been some terrible ones in Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas um, also in the recent weeks. And um, 
and one lady at the table said, well, you know, if you study Revelations, um, you'll see that this feels like the end times or, or an apocalyptic time. And, you know, I, I didn't say anything. I let her, you know, speak. And I said, well, I hear what you're saying, but if you study history, geological and weather history, these events are not abnormal. These events are cyclical and I mean, just think about it. Our continents were once connected, and the whole world geography looked completely different on our planet. And so there might have, you know, over the many millions of years, there's been many catastrophic earthquake, tidal wave, you know, hurricane, tornado events. I said there just there just wasn't this many people and buildings and homes and so forth. And so I don't know, Lee. I, I just think that sometimes we need to keep things in perspective. I agree with you, Linda Marie. I think that a lot of times, uh, you know, we see events happening, and they look like, and they are, you know, the same type of events that that are in. But you have to understand that the Bible is an eternal book, and the one thing it does say is that no one knows when the end is going to be here. And so everybody is looking for end times. But the end times have always occurred. All all the all the uh and a lot of people believe that the end times uh was the uh destruction of the Temple of Jerusalem. Right. And and so you're always gonna you're always gonna have that. You're always going to have the reminders, uh, and, and just like you know, uh, twenty twenty, you know, the end, the end of the Mayan calendar. Well, what is that? It, you know, is it the end of the world, or is it the end of a secular age and the beginning of a new one? Exactly. And as many different people you, that you have in the world, as how many different viewpoints of those things that you're going to have. I believe we're living uh, in the end of an age. Uh, What that means, I'm not really sure. Do I believe the world is going to come to an end? Uh, I hope certain aspects of it do. (laughs) But then, you know, in in our liturgies, we say, world without end, amen. Exactly. That's how we end a lot of prayers. So, you know, what's going to happen? Will the world change? Definitely. You know, uh, are we moving into a shift of new consciousness that is the end of an age of old consciousness? Definitely. Is that going to have an effect on the entire planet? Without a doubt. Uh-huh. So, you know, it all depends on which eye, the end of the world, uh, the end of the age, uh, the end times, you know, all all, all that is a matter of perspective, as you said. And, you know, I, I, I like what you said, Lee, about the, the Scripture, the Bible, as many other sacred texts are, they're eternal. And um, what what brings me uh, great compassion for people, particularly those who take a very literal and fundamental view of the sacred texts of, of many philosophies, is is one taken literally and not seen as a message for eternity, 
all the fear and I mean the news and the weather has just keep continuously puts those horrific pictures before us and that is not to say that we don't acknowledge that they are and and then people are talking about you know the rapture and the revelations the, and the apocalypse and you know and then I, I, I said to this woman well think about the continents what must have happened on our earth to move continents I said when when the earthquake happened in Japan, the, earth, the Japan moved. I know it was only a couple of feet, but just the thought of moving an entire country, you know, that it would shift its its geographical, you know, location, even an inch, is is pretty remarkable. So uh, these events are eternal. They they are, uh, and they are cyclical. And I think we're in a time of of, of great change, and it's and it's being it's being seen on every level of life. And so, that being said, so what are some of the ways we can offer people um, returning, I guess, to the within place? How do we help them to not be so fearful of what they think they see going on in our world? Well, as we said, first of all, it's it's a matter of perception. If you perceive the world to be a cruel place, a bad place, a terrible place to live, <laughs> quoting Marmalade, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, then that's what you're going to get. We know that the law of attraction means that uh, what you put out there is what you get back. Jesus expressed it, do unto others as you have them, do it unto you. Uh, so it's a matter of perspective, and you you can see the events and you go, yeah, you know, that's a bad thing. But how does it affect you interiorly? What does it have to do with the truth of who you are? And, and you find that it doesn't. Okay. I, I would like to talk about uh, the law of creation. Um, it, it it's involved it involves three things it involves your attention it involves your feeling and it involves motion so if you're if you want to change your perspective then you need to have the correct intention that love is all there is and then have the feeling that goes with that feel unconditional love and then go and do something a spontaneous act of kindness to someone then you will begin to to be able to change your if everybody did this the world would be a beautiful place uh-huh. what's making the world a terrible place is that we are human beings behaving badly <laughs> so it throws us in, into fear, and if we, so, what we have to do is is find our fear-based programming within us, and then release it. You might say something like, "I release the belief that the world is bad, and transform right now. I replace that old belief with the knowing that I am loved, and that I am loved." Excuse me, Henry. If if 
if God is love, and I believe he is, uh, then light can only create light. So what's messing it up? The only thing that's messing it up is our perception of being from God, separate from each other, and having something to fear. And the world supports that because the world's structures gain power from that. So it's all, you know, it's all just like a giant power trip. People want to have power over you. How can they have power over you? By making you afraid of them. If you're not afraid of them, they're not going to have any power over you. So just be unafraid. And it's a tough call to move into that consciousness. When we realize that we're love and we're living in a loving environment, then that environment will start returning to us love. And that will boost our confidence and we will manifest greater and greater love. You know, you know, it brings to mind this scripture about um, where it says, to those who have more will, be, more will be given. And it always makes me realize that we first have to realize that we have so much and that so much is ever-present within us. And when we do that, when we realize how much we do have, and ultimately we have the presence of God within us, I, you know, that just is enormous. It, it, it's, it's incalculable what is possible with that. And so, um, yes, if we could switch that consciousness and... Uh, and live from that place. We could change what we see out in the world rather rather quickly, I would imagine. Yeah, I think I think it does. I think it does change fairly quickly. Um, I mean, it's not like you're sticking your head in the sand and going, "This isn't going on." That's that's right. not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is seeing, well, yes, this is going on, but all things come together for the good. Uh, yes, this is going on, but it's not really what's going on. <laughs> uh, there has to be change. Birth is preceded by horrible pain, uh-huh. I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> Yet the result of that horrible pain is a beautiful child. Right. Well, the same is I mean, that's the way creation works. Uh, the pain becomes less painful... Uh, are more tolerable when you focus on the end result rather than focusing. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing we have to do. Focus on the end result, which is a new earth, a new world, a world in which peace, love, joy, laughter is going to be the norm and pain and sorrow are to be uh, less and less um, a factor in our lives. That's what I believe. Well, and it is, like you said before, if we could all have that perspective and, and trust the inner the inner knowing, we, we get so caught up in the events that are outside of ourselves, and um, which I, I just think is mirroring on the external world, what's happening to people across the world on the internal world. 
Yes, exactly. That's exactly what's happening. You know, we are going through some definite changes, and we need to work on, you know, what it is that's blocking that change from occurring within us. What what can we do? Um, so we're going to be doing some classes, I believe, uh, that are going to help people um, find out, you know, what they can do. Some actual techniques that, that they can have and use, some tools that they can have and use, and um, and help them get over this period. Um, I, I think that in order to create, use the law of creation, thought, feeling, and emotion, uh, and we're going to teach that. We're going to teach people how to do that. Um, we're going to be doing a, a class on new spirituality. Um, and that that's going to be a shift in a lot of people's perspective of what they think God is, uh, what they think the earth is, uh, and how we are and how we fit in. We'll talk about the evolution of human consciousness. Thanks to you know information, it's it's basically information. And what we're hoping that people can do is get into a greater degree of communion with the God that is within them, that heaven exists within us. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, really wanted to tell folks out there about um, uh, these many different uh, classes and, and and discussion groups, and some will involve books and uh, and discussion and study, lots of contemplative exercises and meditation. Um, and we will be teaching these these uh, seminars via Skype, which of course is a free service, and so it enables folks to not even have to leave their homes. They can attend and enter into the conversation uh, on their computer, which which really helps folks uh, not have to deal with driving and the gas prices and so forth and so on. So those of you who will be uh, would be interested in in participating in some of these various offerings uh that we will have in deepening that spiritual uh relationship that's unique to each one of us give us a uh send us an email um you can contact us through our website first of all on the world wide web ofjcommunity.org or you can send an email um, to Linda Marie four two three at Comcast.net, or you can send an email to Divinity Alliance at Comcast.net, and we will be happy to send you information on the various types of, of classes and discussion groups we will begin to offer here within the next couple of weeks. And I think one of the uh, things that we'll offer is way, are ways to view what we think is happening on the outside from the consciousness of our infinite creator, the, the mind of God, if you will. I just want to remind everyone that we're listening. This is The Way of Consciousness with uh, Leah 
Lee Allen Peterson and myself, Linda Marie Nelson. You know, I was I was just uh, thinking that you know there are so many people today that don't have any silence in their life. They don't have any uh, inner peace in their life because they, they're constantly looking outward. I, I want to stress the need for us to look inward. Now, what does it mean to look inward? Does it mean you roll your eyes back in the back of your inside your body? No. Uh, inward looking means to slow down uh, those thoughts that are racing through your mind. And it's not really even a slowing down. It's a learning to ignore those thoughts that are racing through your mind. And to, you'll realize when you start to do this, there is a place inside of you that is completely quiet, completely still. And that's that's really where and who you are. You are that which watches the thoughts. And what happens is you lose consciousness, okay, of that particular spot within you. In, in where there is silence, where there is peace. And you think all there is is that world where the thoughts are racing around and racing around. And so when we see every day in our society, people racing around, racing around, you almost get run over, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get trying to get from your car to yeah. inside the grocery store. <laughs> And and so we're living in such a fast-paced life, and we don't have we we can move into that place of silence, and we will um, you, you know, and it may be that this is a is um of expansion of consciousness that now anybody all they have to do is have the intention and the attention, and they will find this place. And that's one of the things that we're going to teach in our class. How do you find your soul? How do you find that consciousness that is your soul? So that you can start living from that space rather than from the outer consciousness that says, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to, I have to do that. Because you know, Linda Marie, what's going to happen is that in the world to come, your life is not going to be measured, success is not going to be measured by how much money you make, but by how much joy is in your life. And there's an old song, you know, that says, love is all there is, and the only thing that you can take with you is your love. Mm-hmm. And so we need we need to realize that and focus and make that the most important thing in our life. How can I extend my treasure? Which means, how can I extend the love that lives through me? How do I extend that into the outer world? Mm-hmm. That becomes your primary purpose in life, and and that that's what we're shooting for. <laughs> Definitely. I 
I totally agree with that. And, you know, we need to be kind to ourselves, too, and know that it's a journey that just begins with one single step. You know, we just need to have the desire in our heart. And that desire is, I also think, is something that really comes from God. You know, I don't know that we can have a desire uh, for our spiritual understanding if it isn't God just inviting us and um, nurturing us and calling to us. And um, sometimes I think either people think that meditation is just just being quiet. It's just kind of a too simple idea. And others, you know, find it really challenging. But I like what you said about your thoughts. And, and it's just to allow them and not to focus on them. And continue to be present and, and continuing to hold in your heart the intention of communing with that stillness, that, that presence of of divine love or God or the infinite consciousness of the creator within us. That's right. You know, and it does take practice. You have, I mean, that's about the only requirement that, that there is, is that you have to do it. You have to take the time. And initially, I, I will admit rough for a lot of people. But when you make contact with the divine that is within you, you will begin to gain so much in your life, and your life will be so much richer that then, at that point, it's not hard to make the time. Mm-hmm. What will be hard, not make the time to do it. <laughs> so, communion with God does take practice. It does take intention. But you're going to experience definite rewards. And those rewards are going to be expressed in your life through more calmness, through more love, through more laughter. Uh, and you're going to have a lighter life. And I'm preaching to the choir right now because I've gone through some experiences <laughs> in my life where I've, you know, and recently, even with all this knowledge, get caught up in in the... Uh, in the mundane world, you get caught up in the events that just really important, and you forget the big events. So you constantly have to keep reminding yourself of what's really important, and, uh, and that that's that takes practice. It really does. But you know the one the one uh, sort of visual or metaphor or. Uh, I think it's from John about the God being the vine and we are the branches. You know, we can never be separate and that we are so connected. You know, you look at a tree and if you're just a branch, if you think you're just a branch and you're not aware of where you're really connected, um, you know, you think you're out there and you're noticing that there are a lot of other branches, but you don't see the whole picture. You can't see the whole picture if you're just focused on the external consciousness of what you think you see. And so we have to keep reminding ourselves that even though we may be the branches, we're connected to the one vine, so we are the same as the vine. We have access to all the knowledge and wisdom and love and truth because it flows from the vine into each branch, and it may express differently. And I think this is where we get hung up. 
is that all the branches don't look exactly the same. And this is this can be a very um, confusing distinction for folks to make. I think the world history of war proves that, you know, we, we've struggled for conformity through the many, you know, many, many thousands of years we we struggle as soon as we come up against someone in a tribal or or in or in 2011 that's different and and dresses differently and speaks differently and prays differently you know suddenly we don't think they're a branch on the same tree so well i that's exactly correct Linda marie and then we get into you know my branch is better than your branch Exactly. Uh, and my branch is right and your branch isn't. Well, in some aspects, you know, there may be some correctness in that. But the correctness is mainly for the person who's believing that belief. You see what I'm saying? The, the correctness is not absolute truth. The absolute truth is we are all one. But the uh the incorrect truth is my way is 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 better than you. <laughs> exactly particularly and, in our and, generation right and and the reason we feel that our way is better than someone else's way is probably because it works for us <laughs> exactly or we think it does and so yeah, or we think it does. And we think that that other person's way uh, won't work for me. And it, and, and you may be right. That There's where the, the truth may come in. That that way may not work for you. Not all ways work for everyone. But everyone has a way. And and so that you have to discover. You see, the, the way that is true for you is only within you. And you have to discover it and then express it. Because you can't I remember one time when this is excuse me, when Ronald Reagan was president of the United States, I wanted to be a conservative in the worst way. I really did. So I got the list of everything that a conservative would believe. And I tried my best to believe everything on there. But I found I just couldn't. <laughs> That's interesting. And I think the same is true in, not only in politics, but in religion. Uh, you get caught up in some kind of hype, and you go, or, or you, you see something, and you go, I want that. And the truth is, is that even if you get that, it won't be the same for you as it is for that other person. It's going to, as you said, it's going to express differently in every single person. There are no leaves that are exactly alike. Every exactly. leaf is different. And every branch. I mean, there is no one single branch uh, in religion that is Christianity. There isn't. Uh, there are Christianities. I would venture to say there are as many, Christ, as many Christianities as there are Christians. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would totally, if, totally agree. 
And and I can't speak. You know, I'm sure the same is true in Buddhism. The same is true in Hinduism. Uh, I'm not a practitioner necessarily of those traditions. Uh, I know something of them, and and a lot of them, uh, you know, are melded together in, in my version of Christianity. But I am a Christian, and and so that is my path. And what does that mean? What means I just I have someone that I walk with on this path. Uh, I have some ideas uh, that are central to that path. My ideas are more correct. Well, they're more correct for me, but that does not necessarily mean they're going to be more correct for you. You have to make up your own mind. You have to have your own relationship with God, and we call that Christ. You have to discover the Christ within you. And because we call it Christ, we're Christians. <laughs> you know, I, I, think that's, it, I think that's why I, I so appreciate our community, our spiritual community, um, Order of the Friends of Yeshua, uh, which is really based on the very ideas you're expressing. And what we do in the community uh, a spiritual community and in our dialogue and discussions is to share and thereby support one another in our own intrapersonal relationship with God and nurture that for one another and support one another in what might seem like a different way that we might express our unique connection to or relationship with the creator within, and that's why I so appreciate um, Order of the Friends of Yeshua community. And uh, I'd like to tell the listeners out there that these classes, and you know, for lack of a better word, classes or seminars or discussion groups or study groups or um, scripture. I mean, we we even offer scripture study um, where we can learn the origin and the history of the language of of the man they called Jesus, or as we call him, Yeshua, as he might have been called in his his in his day, and um, and we and we can share those things with you, and all of the things that we teach through our collective ministry that we call Order of the Friends of Yeshua community is self empowering and self nurturing. And if you're interested, you can contact us through our website, which is on the World Wide Web, ofjcommunity.org. Um, you can send an email to divinityalliance at comcast.net, and we will be happy to invite you to participate in um, our seminars, book studies, discussions, scripture um, uh, studies and discussions, and uh, for the sole purpose of supporting you in your own spiritual journey to deepen your own relationship with God and um, encourage and support you as you express the incredible ways that God has created all of the things that we see. You know, Lee, I thought about earlier when I was uh, talking about the vine and the branches, you know, the aspen trees in Colorado, um, 
and we all know how huge the state of Colorado is, and God knows there are incalculable numbers of aspen trees that, you know, are there, and and they have one root system. You know, one root system for all the trees. For all the trees. You know, and uh, well, that says we it can, all, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It really does. I mean, the first time I heard that, I was just. I, I just couldn't believe I was hearing that, <laughs> but that happens to be reality. And so, um, we so limit, I think, oftentimes in our dogmas and our different religions, and in a sincere effort. I mean, albeit a sincere effort to try to find the quote-unquote right way to to um, to the Father, but. There are many ways to commune with that and be in community with, you know, the infinite uh, divine love of God within us. And so we here, uh, through our radio show and through our classes and seminars, just offer you an opportunity uh, to to participate and 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 communicate and and thereby um, ultimately. Uh, deepening your own uh, awareness and uh, consciousness of the Creator within you, and then it, and then having the confidence to express that, and really just modeling. If you just model some of the great teachers, of course, Yeshua, the Christ, um, being uh, one that I uh, find foremost in my heart, he just modeled the behavior. He modeled the way. That's exactly right. In his statement, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's modeling what that is. His whole life, his whole life, every aspect of his life is a model of the divine at work in society. And and that, once you... And the truth of I and my Father are one within you, no one can take that from you. And then you're going to be able to come from that place, and no one will be able to convince you that you're coming from any other place than that. Then what happens is that the barriers tend to break down because what someone else does is no longer that important to you. Exactly. The most important thing to you is that relationship that you have. So when you come into discussion with people, you can actually have a discussion rather than an argument because you're coming from a place of knowing. Uh, and, and in that confidence, uh, you're free to discuss with other people. You don't have. You see, a lot of people never experience the truth of their own being, and they do exactly what I did, and they have an overlay of what they think they should be, and how they think they should be, and and you can't conform to it. No one conforms to to uh, an overlay that that is arbitrarily are imposed by you or anyone else on the way you really believe, on the way you really are. You can't do it. So they're always in conflict because, first of all, they're in conflict with themselves. So 
you have to resolve the conflict first within yourself before you can resolve the conflict in the outer world. And that's what we're going to teach in these classes is how to resolve conflict that is within yourself. I'm firmly convinced that Armageddon is much more an interior battle than it is an exterior battle. <laughs> exactly. You know, this might be a good place if you if you uh, uh, would agree that this might be a good place to do a meditation. Okay. And I coincidentally picked out something um, today that is exactly what we're talking about right now. You know, miracle of miracles. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> so we'll do, we'll do just a little bit of a guided meditation for those of you that are listening. Um, we encourage you to realize that if you should be listening while driving, of course you would uh, pull over safely if you choose to participate in this meditation. Um, I'm going to be using some music by a very dear friend of ours, inspirational singer-songwriter was a wonderful music ministry, Sean O'Shea. And this is a piece of music that he created uh, for uh, our show, and we're very grateful to Sean, and we thank him. Uh, and we encourage you to check out the work of Sean O'Shea on his website, uh, on the World Wide Web, singspirit, S-I-N-G-S-P-I-R-I-T dot net. So thank you, Brother Sean O'Shea. Okay, so now I would encourage everyone to just um, become aware of our center, that place within us, in the center of our being, and just maybe focus on your breath. Take a nice, um, comfortably slow breath in. And then a nice and slow, comfortable breath out. And then for just a couple of moments, let us focus on our breathing. Consciousness of Father, Divine Love, that we are one. creative consciousness that we feel and feel the infinity of good within you and know that this is the evidence of your oneness with the infinite source of your being that we call God Continue to focus on your breathing and in that inner peaceful place. 
feel a sense of peace in your heart. And know that this very peace pours forth from the wellspring of your inner inner divinity, the divine life of God. And feel that oneness with God. For as the wave is one with the ocean, indivisible and inseparable from the whole of which we call ocean, all that the ocean is, the wave is. All the power, all the energy, all the strength, and all the life of the wave is the substance of the ocean expressed as a wave. In the same way, we are connected with the inner divinity, the presence of God within, inseparable indivisible one I and the Father are one you and the Father are one we and the Father are one There is only oneness within the universal heart, infinite divine love and mind of God. And our consciousness constitutes our oneness with divine infinite consciousness. And in this consciousness we live and we move And we have our being. And we are never separate. And so it is is, as it has always been. We and the Father are one. Now just bring your consciousness back to this moment in time. Again, you're listening to The Way of Consciousness with Lee Allen Peterson and myself, Linda Marie Nelson, here on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, Lee, any any uh, comments? That was beautiful. Um, Thank you. And exactly what we're talking about. In in reaching that silent space within us, that's a, that's a good way of doing it. Um, to focus on your breath and just watch the breath go in and out. And so that was a beautiful meditation. 
Thank you, Lee. I took that um, from one of the books by Joel Goldsmith called The Infinite Way, which I would highly recommend to our listeners if you haven't read The Infinite Way. Uh, It's a beautiful, I believe, inspired work um, by Joel Goldsmith, and I would encourage anyone who might be interested in a good book to read that helps to connect us and helping to deepen our awareness of that oneness. Um, The Infinite Way is certainly one of those uh, books that can assist you in doing that. In fact, that's one of the books that we will be using. (laughs) It's a great book. And one that we use in, in some of our discussion groups. That's right. We use the infinite way. We use the way of mastery. Uh, there's a lot of books that that we use. We use a lot of Rocco Erico's books. Um, there, there's tons of information. I remember when <laughs> you couldn't find a book on spirit, and now their whole bookstore is devoted to just that one section. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It's really amazing. And, and and the book discussion groups and the sharing in our courses and things on Skype and online and in our in our uh, conference calling, uh monthly conference calling really helps to um bring the books that we read uh for me it deepens my connection uh to not only read a book but for some reason when there's when we're talking about a book and even often reading from the book and we're we're having a discussion, it's just so interesting uh, for me anyway that even in the reading, if we sometimes some of the books we read, you know, kind of we each take a chapter, uh, I mean a, a paragraph or two or three and read and then if any co- a con- a conversation evolves, it, we allow it to and then we continue on. But just listening to other people um, read uh, with their emphasis perhaps in a different place than, say, maybe you might read it, really helps to illuminate and deepen, for me anyway, uh, the experience of that book. Well, you're right, Linda Marie, because, you know, when we read from our own perspective, and when we are given another perspective, uh, then that expands our viewpoint. So with a bunch of people discussing the same material, uh, it becomes different material. People do put emphasis on different places. And and you go, wow, you know, I didn't read it that way, but let's look at this. Uh And that's that's what we do in in a lot of our discussion groups. Uh, And it does change people's perspective. And I would like to invite everybody to send us an email and participate in some of our calls. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. Our next, um, we have a regular uh, discussion group the second um, Wednesday of each month, and um, and then other groups um, are ongoing. And uh, what I love about many of these discussions is you don't have to start at the beginning and necessarily, you know, finish at the end. Um, But you can really enter into it just really at any time. So um, 
please feel free to contact us at um, divinityalliance at comcast.net or through our website. There's a way to send us an email at ofjcommunity.org. Uh, so have the, st- have the storms calmed down a little bit there in your area of Texas, Lee? Right now, yes. Uh, we, we're having drizzle rather than hail and driving rain. <laughs> well, that's good. I hear it's headed this way. So that's, yeah. Well, they're not really all that bad. Well, that's they good. weren't here. Well, it you is know, spring, we so we're... T- yeah, but it's supposed to be April showers bring May flowers, not May <laughs> showers bring June flowers. Well, because what it brings is June. <laughs> yeah, virgins. <laughs> well, I'm sure if Mother Nature wants to change things a little, she certainly has the power to do that. So, anyway, I'd like to also say that um, uh, we're hoping to have a special guest next Sunday uh, for Mother's Day. Um, on on the way of consciousness. On uh, the 15th, we will again host Reverend Charles Turk, who will talk about his newest book, um, uh, Quantum Physics and Theology, which is uh, should be a rather interesting discussion. And then on the 22nd of May, we are very excited to have also Reverend Ted Warner, uh, I believe he's upstate New York. Am I am I correct about that, Lee? He has uh, a, a I hope ministry. so. Yeah, I, I, think no he, <laughs> I think he's from upstate New York. Anyway, um, he is going to be joining us um, on the 22nd uh, for a discussion about the uh, Progressive Christian Alliance and how that movement um, has really begun to spring forth and it's a movement of um, Christian philosophy believers in the Christ message through many different denominational and non-denominational churches there's a movement to reach out and become uh, a message of all inclusiveness as of course Christ's message was all-inclusive and uh, so we invite you to uh, join us on the 22nd as well for that show we want to thank you um, for supporting our show we want to also let everyone know that our shows are archived and on demand so we thank those of you who listen live and those of you who support us through listening on demand we appreciate you, and we thank you. Lee, um, can you give us a closing blessing? Yes. Heavenly Father, we ask that you express through us more and more each and every day. And we ask that you bring us into more love, more laughter, more joy than we've ever experienced before so that we may know and rejoice in your presence within us. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being with me this evening, Lee. I hope you have a good week. I'm sure I will, and I hope you have a good week too, Lynn Marie. 
I will. I'm looking forward to it. It's, a, it's not quite as busy as it's been the last couple of weeks, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, until next Sunday, um, I thank everyone for joining us. I wish you peace and the knowledge that we are all one in the mind of God. Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on The Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you to live from the divine indwelling within you. This was a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure, which could, by its very nature, set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua, Jesus, but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us, which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God, and that the kingdom of heaven is within. OFJ Community is an all-inclusive fellowship of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development and seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be part of OFJ Community, or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com. That's ofjcommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership and the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. You can find us on the World Wide Web at ofjcommunity.org, ofjmediamonastery.info, on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash user slash OFJTV. To find us in the Apostolic Communion, you may find us at apostoliccommunion.info. Thank you again. This is executive producer of the Way of Consciousness Radio Network, Father Brian Michael Wright.